0: Today, 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 with Jeff Vines. Twice every weekday on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Audio on demand from Vision Christian
1: Media. Jesus said, If you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Everything that God creates is unique. You take two snowflakes. Put them under a microscope and there's no two flakes alike. Same with two blades of grass. And that's how it is with God's special creation, those that have been created in His own image, you and I. We are unique, we are special, and God has a special place in His heart for each and every one of us. This is Set Free with Ken Legg.
0: This is Set Free with author and speaker Ken Legg and we're talking this week about a pretty big question, the true value and meaning of our lives. Hello, Phil Edwards here. And it's a big question, isn't it? The meaning and significance in our life. Is there any? It's a question that's perplexed mankind in every generation since year dot. And Ken, it's easy to get that feeling of being lost and that I'm inconsequential when we think about the scale of the world, that there are so many people. Who am I? Would anybody miss me if I was gone?
1: Yeah, I remember feeling that uh, feeling actually in Bible school. Um, I was huh. brought I was brought down to size with uh, a lecturer. He was saying to us as students, he was saying, you know, you all think that you're going to change the world, that the world is in for a treat because you've arrived. And he went on to say, fill a bucket up with water. He said, now put your fist in that water and then take it out quickly. And the gap that is left is the gap that you will leave When you leave this planet, of course, the water quickly rushes to fill that gap before you've (laughs) even taken your hand out of the bucket. And I thought, well, that's brought me down to size. But let me let me just share another story that um, uh, kind of underlines this whole feeling of uh, who am I and am I of consequence and Mm -hmm. and so on. I was ministering in Egypt with a a pastor friend of mine, and um, he went for a walk one afternoon in between meetings and somebody came up to him and offered him some perfume. You know, he said, like, would you like to buy some perfume for your wife? And so he said, oh, I would actually. So he said, well, come with me. And they went for this long walk, you know, down back alleys and so on. And and down in this, he ended up in this basement far away from anybody else sort of thing. And uh, this man wanted to sell him some perfume, and, and he didn't like the perfume. He knew his wife would not like it. And so he tried to back out of it, and the man all of a sudden became very angry and aggressive. And uh, my friend said, you know, this overwhelming thought came into his mind, which was he could kill me right now and dump my body and nobody would know what has happened to me or where I am. And how that kind of illustrates the fact that we can just disappear like that. Who would know about it and who would care? (laughs) well hopefully someone would
0: care but <laughs> we often think that, that we're quite important though that uh, you know we're making a huge difference and the world will collapse without us and when we come to a realization that well you know what life actually would go on if i wasn't around you know for other people life goes on then we think perhaps w- things are insignificant it's it's a it's a difficult one to to grapple with and i guess it's it's one of the reasons why the, there's a book Um, by uh, a very famous pastor by the name of Rick Warren, um, and it's an interesting book. It's called The Purpose Driven Life, but it's been a hugely popular book because it touches on an issue that that uh, you know is a raw one for people, isn't it? That they're looking for purpose in their life.
1: Yeah, actually, that's uh, one of the most popular Christian books ever written. It sold, uh, I believe, twenty four million copies worldwide, and has been translated into about fifty six different languages. So, what does that tell us? It tells us, obviously, that people are wanting to know what is their purpose in life. I don't know if you've ever um, uh, become familiar with the story of Alice in Wonderland. Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time, of course, when Alice was lost in a dense forest, and uh, she said to a caterpillar sitting on a toadstool, well, where do I go from here? And he replied, well, it depends. Where do you want to go? And she said, I don't quite know. And then he said, then it doesn't really matter which way you go. (laughs) And I guess that's true. You know, a lot of people drift through life. And uh, somebody once said, if you don't know where you're going, any any road will take you there.
0: That's it. And I don't know about you, Ken. If I was walking through the forest and came across a caterpillar sitting on a toadstool that spoke to me, I don't know that I would have stayed around in that (laughs) place for too long. A lot of people aren't really sure where they're going. and, And consequently, as you say, they do drift around. Would you say that there's more than one reason why people just seem to drift around in life?
1: Yeah, I think for uh, many, there's been failure in their lives and they kind of feel almost disqualified. You know, um, uh, I, I often try to illustrate that by thinking back to the time as, you know, as a parent when our children were around about the two years of age. Uh, you know, state in their lives. Mm. You know, we call that the terrible twos, don't we? Unfortunately. And, yeah. uh, you know, how many times. Well, the terrific uh, twos. If the been, terrific twos, that's depending right. Depending which yeah. way you look at it. Yeah. And, you know, there'll be times when maybe you hear a crash and you come running out right. of the study or, <laughs> or the kitchen or whatever it is and you see. Uh broken, yeah and, and somebody just darting around the corner <laughs> and I think you know there's a sense in which that happens spiritually there, there have been times when we've uh, smashed things and broken things and uh, you know everybody looks up and we see Satan just ducking around the corner you know he's uh he's caused calamity in somebody else's life and uh, he's cleared out of the place but uh, what we need to understand of course Phil is that you know God turns our disaster pieces into masterpieces. The fact that that people may have mucked up or made a wrong decision or got it wrong in the past, uh, even made mistakes in the past, does not disqualify them for God's best today. We often talk about God's permissive will. You know, like we've lost his perfect will, now we've got his second best. Well, I don't believe that that's what the Bible teaches. I believe that God uh, takes the strands of our lives, the broken strands. you know, and uh, weaves them together again into a beautiful pattern for his glory. I love what you say there, that God turns
0: our disaster pieces into masterpieces. That's that's great. But I'm sure there would be people thinking, well, that's not me. You know, I've been disqualified because I've done something that's too bad that could never be turned around by that.
1: Look, I, I'm sure there are people saying, so I meet them, you know, regularly in the ministry and you come across people that just... Uh, Feel somehow, you know, they they have got second best now, and they've just got to make the best of uh, of that situation. Um, it reminds me of a story that uh, I love to tell when when I meet people like this, and it's a a story that uh, took place in the Detroit Institute of Arts. Uh, there was a public, sorry, there was a painting on display, an abstract painting by a lady called Helen Frankenthaler, and the painting was called The Bay. It was actually worth one point five million dollars. That was the asking price, mm. and uh, you know, one school class was taking uh, the children through to look at all these works of art. And there's a boy chewing some gum, and he'd kind of just about had enough of his gum, so he took it out of his mouth and stuck it on the on the painting. <laughs> the whole. Art Institute went into meltdown, and uh, and <laughs> like the, the school, you know, was before they realised it. There were cameras outside, TV cameras interviewing the uh, director of the school and asking questions. Well, what happened here? Why do you let this kid do that? And so on. And uh, the explanation given was this: He said, "Well, I don't think he understood the ramifications of what he did before he did it." <laughs> uh, who does? Who does? Who really thinks through what we're doing? And even those mistakes, and even those um, those things that the Bible calls sins, mm. most of the times we don't think through the ramifications, and there are consequences for you know wrong actions. But what we need to see is the big picture, and what does God do when we muck up? Uh, for example, you know Jonah mucked up, but God didn't get somebody else to go instead of Jonah. Mm. Uh, he got Jonah back on track. You know, the Bible says the word of the Lord came a second time to Jonah and God sent him straight back in there.
0: Was well, plenty of examples in the Bible of, of guys who mucked up but God still continued to use them. David yeah. is a classic example or Jeremiah.
1: Well Jeremiah of course was also sent down to uh, a potter's house to observe this principle. You know, There was the potter working away on the clay and uh, he got it all wrong and uh, instead of just chucking the clay away and getting some fresh clay, the Bible says he put it back on the wheel again mm. and made it again into another uh, pot. You know another vessel uh, for the master's use and that's what God does we've all mucked up many times several times big times but God puts us back on the wheel and uh, God's not only the God of the second chance or the third chance he's a God whose mercy knows no end so if you're feeling a bit dizzy it's because God's got you on that potter's wheel
0: and you're (laughs) going round and round and he's shaping you Good insight today on the true value and meaning of our lives and we'll continue with more tomorrow with Ken. And until then, remember, you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Legg and details about Ken's ministry, visit the Vision Christian store at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.